0: Good news, buddy. What's up? It's Up and Comers Week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You could not care less, could you? (laughs)
1: I'm in the middle of uh, a TV show right now.
0: What are you watching?
1: Dear White People.
0: You would be watching that.
1: What? What does that mean? Because you're white. (laughs)
0: It is true. I am. All right. Well, let's get into the show, huh? Um,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do
0: it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye.
1: This season of good is sponsored by Kessler Crane, manufacturers of innovative tools for filmmakers. Make sure to check out kesslercrane.com. That's dot E.com for more info.
0: This season of good is also sponsored by Music Bed. MusicBed has been changing the game when it comes to music licensing for filmmakers through curating the best indie music in the world. We personally use them all the time, so make sure you do too. For more info, check out MusicBed.com. Now here's the show.
1: Hey everyone, my name is Jared Hogan. And I'm Christian Schultz. And this is Good. Good. Welcome, one and all, uh, episode 12, season 2, this is Good, the podcast, and uh, I'm Jared Hogan, and uh, we're doing something a little bit different um, this week, you know, we're usually interviewing people that are further along in their careers, and uh, we decided to go the opposite direction um, this week, and, uh, you know, basically me and Christian had a conversation, and and we wanted to... Uh, you know, like identify some people, some uh, some directors, some cinematographers who um, are uh, doing great work, but m- maybe not getting as noticed, and and they're younger in their career, um, and so we wanted to uh, give them a chance to have some exposure and also uh, to talk about you know where they're at and what they're feeling and the questions that they're asking themselves. So. Um, you know, this is kind of our first installment of, uh, this kind of episode. Hopefully we'll do some more of these, but, um, we've got three, uh, we actually got four people on, but three different interviews. Um, one of them is kind of a directing, uh, DP duo. Um, and we're really excited for you to hear what they have to say about where they're at in their journey. And, um, I hope you enjoy. Okay. So these guys, uh, ben fitzgerald and jake hunter i i came across their work i don't know maybe like three four months ago and uh was kind of floored and um yeah i I think i commented on like four videos in like one day on vimeo and was trying to kind of like get a read on where these guys are at or whatever and then uh maybe like two months ago i got an email from ben fitzgerald who's um, uh the director Jake Hunter is kind of serves as the DP of, of this little duo and uh Ben emailed in and was saying how much he loved the podcast and I was just kind of like um you know made the connection of that this is the guy whose work I'd been looking at just you know a couple weeks earlier and um so we've gone back and forth a couple times it's been really cool they are uh young and they're in Australia Sydney uh Australia doing their thing over there and uh, it was real cool getting to uh, chat with them about like where they're at in their career and uh, what they're trying to do and how they're going about making really great work uh, with very limited resources. So um, here's our interview with Ben and Jake. So let's uh, start at the beginning. Uh, how do you guys know each other?
2: Um, well, Jake and I went to school together and like okay. have been have been like best mates since we I don't know probably like we we're like 11 I would say. Um, we grew up surfing together, like not really doing any film stuff. and then um, and then, yeah, so like grew up surfing together, and that's like sort of what we'd been doing. And then it wasn't until uh, probably like we both ran out like turned twenty, I guess. Jake went to film school, and then I was yeah. doing just like working and like and uh, and yeah, and Jake had like a had like a music video project that came up, and I ended up helping him out on it. And yeah, and that's sort of like what kicked off, I guess, our like I guess how we do film stuff but otherwise we just sort of known each other through surfing and like uh like living in the same area and going to school and stuff together
1: and that was just a couple years ago that you guys started doing that
2: Mm, probably two
3: or three years ago okay well I finished film school two years ago now so
1: okay so you guys both went to film school yeah yeah okay interesting okay so tell me kind of paint the picture like where are you guys right now
2: um we're at Ben's house house. we're at my house I'm in. I'm in like a, the TV room of my house, and Jake's in like another room, like two, like a room away from me now. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> a studio set up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, but where in the world are you? So we're in Sydney. So like real, like real, like I'm, my house is like a five minute drive to Bondi Beach. If you've heard of that, yeah, famous Bondi.
1: Bondi Beach. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds pretty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I, I wanted to ask a question. Um, you guys seem to have, from from just seeing the small amount of stuff that you guys do together, you guys seem to have a really strong sense of humor That that is, I, I haven't quite seen it um, play out in the way that you guys have been doing it uh, recently. And I just wondered if you guys could talk about a little bit about where you guys kind of found that and um, and maybe how it's you're trying to pro- progress that maybe, you know what I mean?
2: Um, so, I guess that comp- That stems from... So, J- Jake really likes energy drinks, like genuinely likes drinking them. I was, I was an
3: energy drink fiend back in the day. Yeah, lo- what, was lo- is lo- your, lo- energy what is your
0: drink? drink of choice?
3: Drink of choice would have to be, yeah, Red Bull. Yeah, so then I um, progressed to some of the gnarlier ones like Monster and, yeah, and Rockstar. Have you guys sort of ever thing. heard
0: of NOS? No, we don't have that here. NOS. Oh dude! is that
3: the five hour energy?
0: No, it's it's something similar sure? to a monster or Red Bull, but it's called Nas.
1: <laughs> stupid.
0: Oh. I used to drink several of them a week at least.
1: Um yeah. <laughs> okay, so so I'd be interested like uh whether it's why I drink or whatever uh project. Like you guys have an idea for a project, and then how do you go about making it happen?
2: Um so I guess uh, for why I drink, it came about from uh I gone to America for like uh Three weeks, and on just on holiday, and like we we just finished that film, we did glitter, and um, basically like not making like not thinking about film like obviously kind of gets you psyched and um, and Jake and I like if like Jake likes energy drinks, but like and I, I don't really drink them, but I like riding them off and like I love like the culture the like culture about like culture surrounding it um, and uh, we'd done a shoot earlier. Uh, when we did Glitter, glitter actually, we were on the shoot and we always like liked to like ask people about energy drinks. This makes us seem like freaks. But like we had this kid, Jared, on <laughs> and uh, I said to him, I was like, oh man, like do you like, like what's your favorite energy drink? Like do you like energy drinks? And he's like, he's 17 and he was like, oh no, nah, like I don't, I don't like drinking them. But when I was younger, I used to drink them because, um, because I thought it made me look cool. And I just thought that was like a really interesting um you know what I mean? Like him doing something not because he 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 wanted to, but just purely because of like you know I mean for like another reason. And I thought that was a really interesting yeah. thing to explore. And at the same time, I'd been I'd been getting really into um, Gregory Crudson's work, who does those crazy cinematic yeah. uh, setup photos. Yeah, and I'd like watched his documentaries, and he was talking about how he loves to set up really ambiguous. Um, yeah. scenes that are not not you know what I mean that are before and after a moment or like you know what I mean like something and we, we bring in all our own ideas and I guess I kind of wanted to do something that we write something that was like a bunch of like five vignettes or whatever where um we bring the audience in on a moment, whether it's the boys with the cat or the girl in the car or whatever, and we don't explain anything about it. But what they the reason why they drink this drink will informs us to who they are and maybe how they got to that mm. point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but
0: it's funny you said that Gregory Crutzen because we were watching uh, the film last night uh, together in Jared's living room, and there was a shot of a woman in, or a girl in a car and her legs are hanging out, and there's just yeah. somebody walking away. And I just turned to Jared and I said, uh, "This is so Gregory Crusan, and I loved it. It was, <laughs> it
1: was like, yeah, yeah. it was
0: like amazing. Uh, just like it's such a wide, uh, you know what I mean? Like his kind of signature, like wide, um, posed, but still kind of like mysterious, you know, shots, you know."
2: Yeah, think well. That's exactly what we're, with that one for sure. That's exactly what we were going for. So yeah psych.
0: so with that were you guys trying to like actually like were you guys holding up maybe pictures or something like that or, or like were you like directly referencing things that Gregory was doing we didn't
3: actually do do any referencing for that project wow like okay. we yeah on a, on all the other previous projects we have done like referencing like put together big treatments but that was one of the first ones where we sort of like had influences but wanted to not really take anything on set so we wouldn't I guess, copy anything or, yeah, try and keep it yeah. in.
2: How much like, of this right would you say it's is,
0: like, actually documentary stuff? Uh,
2: as in, well, we'll support, like, as in, well, portraits and straight, straight West of Paradise are definitely documentary, but then otherwise, I script everything. So, like, every, every scene we do, I'll... Uh, so, like, my background, the film school we went to was, like, heavily narrative-based. Uh, and, like, you do, like, a bunch of short films every year. So, it was a two-year course and, like, it split up into different tiers and you do a dump- bunch of, um, of uh, yeah, like, narrative shorts, I guess. And uh, so, my background sort of, like, in writing style was heavily sort of, like, I don't know, groomed from that path. So, like, we script. Yeah. We script. Dev- Basically, our process is, is, like, I'll come up with an idea or Jake and I will talk about it and we'll come up with something and then... I'll turn it into a story or a project or a theme or whatever it is and i'll turn it into a script then um because we don't have any money and we fund everything um we basically go to like all the options we have like which is like jake's family or like my family or like people we know or whatever and then basically like go to each location and then be like oh fuck like we can't do this space like pretty much every idea we're like oh this is not possible or like we try like it's it's so funny because it's typically Jake being like man I can't like we can't make this look good and like we try mm-hmm. as hard as we can to like do an idea like we, like you know I don't know we'll have like I remember we had one idea for like a music video we did I don't know like a year and a half ago that was like a boat with like ma- like the boat was on fire in like a lake and it was being pushed across and like I don't know and Jake's just like man like we've tried like we just kinda- we don't have a lake yeah yeah
4: <laughs> like we just can't do this.
2: <laughs> um, so then it's like it's basically like we just have to work within our parameters really hard and just be real be real to ourselves sort of like what is actually possible for us to make look good and what yeah. uh isn't you know what i mean and we got really lucky on why i drink i think like we didn't really have that much compromise we had we had one dude we were like trying to find a road for that spot for the girl and the mercedes and um and these dudes, like, we were, like, scouting location, like, and, like, waiting, like, till sunset, basically, just, like, taking, Jake is taking steals to like, mm, see what, on the side of the road. to see what time we wanted to shoot. And, like, this is in, like, a kind of, like, a rural, like, kind of gnarly area, I guess. And uh, this car, like, white ute, like, pulls up and... um He's like, oh, like you boy, like our car was parked on the side of the road and this white ute pulls up and there's like these two like gnarly, like, they had- ironically, they had a monster energy sticker on the back of their car. <laughs> and um, they, uh, they, they were like, oh, do you boys need to tow? Like what's going on? And I was like a little bit further up the road and Jake's like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, like I'm taking photos. And they're like, oh, like people don't take kindly to like people taking photos around here. And Jake and yeah. sort of like, was like, oh, okay, sweet. And then, uh, then it's like, okay, we're going to move. Like, we'll go. And I walk right around in the car and they sit like side by side to us, like wait for me to like walk like all the way around the car, get in. Then they burn off and we were like, what the fuck? Was so, like, that was whack. And then so, we pull out and then we see that they've turned around, like done a U-turn up the road and they've blocked the road going out. And we're like, what the fuck? Like pulled out and they came up next to us. Like they, they waved us down, came up next to us, Jake put his window down. They're like, we don't ever want to see you cunts around here again. And then like, we were like, okay. And they just burned away. But, um,
3: like they were really gnarly guys. Whoa. Yeah. We,
1: yeah, man. That's the risk
2: you run.
0: Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys fan of fans of the, uh, Snowtown murders?
2: Yeah, I love I love that movie. The movie, the movie. <laughs> the movie yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of the actual. Murders, not the murders but themselves, but the movie's crazy. It's so heavy. Yeah,
0: yeah. I felt like that's what you were kind of going into. It's just something mm,
2: bizarre. Yeah, that's yeah. It's what it felt like. That's uh, yeah. It's definitely what it felt like.
1: Jake, tell me about um, working with Ben. You know, like somebody that's your buddy that you've known for a long time, and like on a really small crew uh what is that you know it's not a conventional like dp role so what is that like kind of to like having like a two man team and kind of making it happen
3: um i don't know it's really i know it's just easy to work with him because we can pretty much be as honest with each other as possible like it doesn't nothing really offends yeah each other cuz we know each other for so long and it just i guess it takes that cuz i've never really worked with other directors so this is all I really know. But it takes that like I know what he likes and he it's like a level of trust. So I think that really just allows me to, you know, push my work or whatever. And I think Yeah. Yeah. But working with a small crew is definitely hard. Like we usually just have like me, Ben, maybe like one assistant who's like another friend of mine who's a cinematographer, and like a sound guy, and that's that's all we do in our
1: projects. Like that's what's, all we've got. Working what's the with hardest part for you guys? Um,
3: scheduling because we can't we obviously don't have budget for like lighting, so everything has to be done at like like perfect time, even for like interiors and yeah. yeah it's just all around scheduling for us, which but is hard to do.
2: Because and I think I think something that um is maybe made our work a lot better because we're dealing with such parameters. Um we, I don't know, like everything we do. Everything we do is like written for how we're going to shoot it and figure it out. You know what I mean? So like at the yeah. same time as I'm writing, we're talking about what's available to us and what we can do. Like for example, with the I with wire drink, we knew like Jake was hounding me, and like we like got to do something on sixteen mil, blah blah blah. Like it look, and I was like psyched as well because it like just looks sick or whatever. But um, so like with Why I drink, like I like we came up with an idea that. Or I came up with an idea that I knew we could do that was safe for sixteen mil with like the sort of stuff that like our what's available to us. So like a lot of locked yeah. off shots, a lot of not heaps of action, minimal shots. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and 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 things that were quick for us to be able to like that allowed enough time. I don't know. I got for us to get them right, I guess over like because we only ever shoot over a weekend because we can get like discount rates because they don't charge <laughs> you for Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, so like that we go okay, so we can shoot on Friday at this time. We have all afternoon to do this, and then we do two on Saturday, and then we you know what I mean. So like yeah. it kind of almost but even like- just with the with the film allowing us to
3: shoot like during the day because obviously you can't do that on digital. And right. we we shot the scene with the with the boys on the house that was like middle of the day. And that's like unheard of in Australia because (laughs) the light here is just insanely harsh Mm. and yeah, it just, it really worked out. So I think the 16 mil was a, was definitely a good choice for it.
0: Yeah. Um, do you guys have necessarily any like, um, like what kind of questions are you guys asking yourself? Um, maybe about, uh, the future or, you know, the career film filmmaking, um, Obviously, like, not questions for us, but just questions you're asking yourself.
2: Um, Well, I guess for me, like, something that's been so good about, like, just your podcast, like, itself is, like, I've I've messaged Jared about it before. Um, But it's just, like, hearing, like, the paths of other, I guess, artists and filmmakers and how, and, like, basically that, like, what we're doing right now is, like, kind of, it's really natural for us to not be paid to do anything and, Mm -hmm. like... I don't know it's just like a really reassuring thing. I remember like a, like Jake and I for so long, just like when is anyone gonna like notice anything we're doing or like <laughs> when is like you know what I mean or like when is anyone gonna like pay you know what I mean? Because I don't know. So it was it was it's listening to the podcast. Like I think a lot of like a lot of us a lot of stuff for us is like just trying to figure out whether we're on the right path of what we of where we should be going as like young filmmakers because there aren't really that many other people in Sydney doing yeah. stuff you know what i mean that are our I mean, age yeah. so it's, we kind of like don't have anyone to talk to and then a lot of the filmmakers in sydney that like we can talk to are kind of are like big commercial guys so like 40 and i don't know you know what i mean it's kind of there's like a bit of a there's there's less um i don't know there's just such a gap that it's like kind of hey been sorry
1: i think we're both dropping out can yeah, you go I back know, a little it. bit and tell me like um we kind of lost you when you're talking about uh like not having like a big film community in sydney
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So in yeah, in Sydney, there's just like not that many guys. Like it's like I uh, like, I feel like it's like Jake and myself, and I've got we got a friend of ours, Miller, who helps us out. He's doing stuff, but uh, we don't really know that many other like young people at all that are like you yeah. know what I mean who are doing who are pursuing I guess the type of filmmaking that we want to do. You know what I mean? There's lots of people who do like comedies, big in Australia, and doing like web series and stuff like that but that's kind of not the path that we're on. So we kind of feel like a little bit alienated and, and the people that we can talk to like in Sydney are are like big, I guess like big commercial guys, which is really sick, but there's such a disparate, like such a distance between us and them of having big budgets and, and whatever, and even just age. And like, uh, yeah. So I guess listening, like for us, it was just, well, for, for me personally, like just, just being, listening to your podcast and listening to guys like, and all like Emily Kaibok or, or Miles J or anyone just like talking about their path and how they started and listening to everyone say how they do music videos for free and stuff like just makes us feel way better that like we're on the right path. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're on the right path, I guess of like how we're doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, if you guys ever get sick of Sydney, there's always a place for you in the, uh, in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that would be sick. I think, it, I mean, <laughs> hear you say great. that, it's kind of a, uh, it's obviously like a little heartbreaking but um I think there's an inter- interesting opportunity, you know, for you guys like you're saying to be the only guys your age doing the things that you want to do in a very large space, you know, in a very large kind of uh community that seems maybe a little bit dry. I think that, you know, maybe something interesting can come out of that, you know.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think so for sure. And we get and and I think the thing that's so good about it, the, the thing that is good about it is we have had some attention because we are, like, I feel like if we were in America, like, it would be so difficult, especially just starting out. There's so Like, if you're in LA or whatever it sounds like, there's just so many people all going for it, you know what I mean? Like, um, I think it would be a lot harder to get noticed and I think that's something we've had yeah. that's lucky is that we've put out content that we feel or, like, films that we feel are unique and the fact they have, like, an Australian twist on them is something that's kind of a uh, yeah it's something that we've got like i don't know it's like a little in for us
1: um okay let's wrap up guys uh yeah i mean the work is amazing we'll make sure that um people get a chance to to see the work that we've been like referring to so keep doing your thing uh you guys are great and uh sure big things are ahead so we'll uh, we'll keep up and chat soon
3: thanks so much guys right. cheers for having us
1: okay when we come back we've got two more interviews one with jacob blank and one with cinematographer Matt Ballard. But first, a word from our sponsors.
0: This musical break is brought to you by our friends at Musicbed. Fed has just announced their first ever film and music conference. This conference will be September 29th through the 30th, 2017 in Fort Worth, Texas. It's a filmmaking event meant to inspire and educate through keynote speakers, workshops, live music, and social events. Speakers include Shane Herbert, Andy Baker, and more. Reduced early bird tickets are on sale now, so get yours before the prices increase. Get your tickets at filmandmusic.com or at the link in the show notes. For more than a decade, Kessler Crane has been designing and manufacturing innovative tools for filmmakers, including camera cranes, jibs, motion control systems, sliders, dollies, tripods, and other camera accessories.
1: They also have a commitment to making products in the USA. For more info, go to kesslercrane.com slash good. That's K E S S L E R C R A N E dot com slash good. Also, enter the code good podcast during checkout. Save 10% off your entire order. Now, let's get back to the show.
0: The next filmmaker on our up and comers list is a guy by the name of Jacob Blank from Charlotte, North Carolina who uh, moved here from a, from Poland uh, a couple years ago to work with Jared at Elevation. And Jacob has a very interesting perspective on film and uh, the way that he sees uh, the world. And um, me and Jared really thought that he's something, someone that we want everybody to know about. So um, here's a interview with Jacob and Jared.
1: I'm sitting in my basement. And um, Christian is behind me doing pull-ups on the pull-up bar in my office. He's, okay, correction, trying to do pull-ups. Um, <laughs> and I'm sitting here with uh, my good buddy, Jacob Blank. Jacob, say hi. Hello. So this is uh, this is part two of our Up and Comers episode. I met Jacob f- four years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. I think you sent me an email. This seems to
4: be a um reoccur- it was a Vimeo, a, a Vimeo message. Yeah, a
1: recurring theme for me of not responding to mm. Vimeo messages, but um sent me a Vimeo message and I just didn't respond.
4: No, the Facebook message you didn't respond to. Oh. The Vimeo message you didn't respond to. Okay. I still have that message. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh I responded to your Vimeo message. What what was what was the conversation? I don't remember.
4: Um you just said that there's an internship available where you work. Okay. So that, that was like a invitation, I guess. So I took it as an invitation. Yeah. But I didn't know where you work.
1: Okay. So how old are you right now?
4: 23.
1: 23. At the time, you were still in high school.
4: Yeah, I was 18.
1: Yeah. Um, so real quick, let's uh, kind of like get an idea of like where you are in your life right now.
4: So you're 23. I'm 23. I got married in October of last year. I uh, live in a um, small suburb of Charlotte, North Carolina. Living the large life in <laughs> Indian Trail. And where are you from originally? <laughs> I was born and raised in Poland. Lived there for twelve years and moved to the states. Let's spell your name for everybody. Uh, it's Jacob. J A K U um, B.
1: So yeah, I you know uh, Jacob is uh, a great director um you know that's kind of the point of what we're doing uh, on this episode is trying to like expose um some like real talent that's that's young and uh, probably hasn't had a whole lot of exposure um but uh, a lot of guys who show a lot of promise and um jacob's definitely one of those guys um so yeah like he was in high school and i saw something that he did you know it's funny when you talk about it like um he, I think he asked me, like, what was it that you saw that was, like, made you feel like I could, that you wanted me to, to come on and be an uh, intern or whatever? And I was, I, I don't know if I have
4: an answer for that. We established <laughs> that he hasn't seen any of my work prior to me working <laughs> for him. <laughs> yeah. um, I just had a vibe. I just had a vibe, and
1: I, I was right. So, uh, anyway, um, what kind of work are you doing
4: right now, Jacob? Uh, I am doing, trying to do some more commercial work. Um, I just did my first agency gig, which was fun. Um, lots of new learning experiences. Uh, well, can we just paint the picture that we worked together for like three years? Yeah. yeah so we worked at the church, I worked at, a, at the church with Jared for three years. And after we both kind of separated uh, from that, we, well, I'm doing my own, my own thing and trying to just live the freelance life or whatever it is. Um, just doing anything, honestly, doing a lot of my own projects that I've wanted to do, uh, working on a short film currently.
1: Your first short film, my
4: first, like a semi narrative, I guess. (laughs) I don't know if it's a narrative film, honestly. I don't know what is narrative anymore. (laughs) 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 These are the long discussions
1: that Jacob and I have. What is narrative? What is not? Um, yeah, what was the uh, like kind of getting started for you? How did how did that come about that you were interested in uh, film?
4: I lived in the woods for like seven years of my life when I was in middle school and high school, and I just got a camera and I started doing stuff with it because I was bored and didn't have friends <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't couldn't get out of the house, so I just like took the camera and started making videos and learn After Effects and Premiere and um, I stole Premiere, which is, I probably shouldn't say that, but... It's okay. And then I started making stuff, just anything. Bad stuff, I've seen. That's bad stuff. Yeah. I made a music video called Hanger, about a hanger. Like a clothes is, hanger? Like a clothes... Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Hold on, uh, pause a second. How are we doing on the... How are the pull-ups going? I'm on six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... And then, uh, yeah, when, what was, like, the first thing that you made that you're
4: kind of, like, uh, happy with? So the, fir- the first thing that I actually made that, was, um, that I was happy with was this video of my phonograph that, that we had at our house. I just put it, just filmed it in my room one night, and I just, like, put some random motion graphics on it. And it was, like, this um, little piece that I made about my vinyl player. And I actually that was like the first thing that I I got money for from like this random French uh, TV company (laughs) that just like sent me an email and said, hey, we want to buy your uh, like footage for like 10 seconds of your footage. I'm like, oh my god! I was a junior in high school. And I was like, oh my god! You can make money off of this you've, stuff. You've made it. <laughs> so that's so that. Like at that point, my... you were a professional, man. I was a professional. Yeah, I believed it. I mean, that paid through like my my gas and my my food and, and my, at least my entertainment. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then yeah,
1: then you came and worked for me. Yeah, and uh... it seemed like forever. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like just dragging you through through mud um yeah what was tell me about that experience
4: that was the best experience of my life okay let me rephrase that. <laughs> i know i know about that experience tell tell maybe like
1: uh people who aren't as familiar with what that was like what was
4: so working at the church we just um it was really cool to experience a lot of different um areas of of, of film like we were doing so much we were making so much content that i got to experience like making docs uh, narratives and like random anything. Honestly, I don't even know how to phrase what we did, but we did so much stuff that it was just like a, uh, you were always learning about something. It was just like boot camp. Yeah. I mean, it was five videos a week sometimes just like not sleeping days on and just, just making stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> we were obviously like intimately like, like connected on most of those videos, like working on it together. Um, But, you know, I went to film school and then went and worked at uh, Elevation, and it was like a really intense uh, place to be, and and we did a lot of work. And I felt like I probably learned more in that period of time than I did going to film school in some ways, just like the hands-on experience. Um, Do you feel like, I mean, you didn't go to film school, but did that kind of serve as your like, I don't know? Your like real life film school kind of.
4: Yeah, I felt like I was getting paid to do school. Like they they paid me to like make mistakes and and make, um, like school videos. Mediocre. <laughs> yeah, mediocre some stuff. mediocre and then some pretty cool, pretty cool pieces. But it was just a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of learning. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, like working with you directly, um, I. In, like we talked about like this episode is about like talent that maybe people haven't like recognized yet like fully and um i definitely feel that way with uh with you it's a hard thing to like uh even like vocalize but um just like seeing like where you've come so quickly uh from like being like basically coming and working for me straight out of high school to like where you are now like the trajectory of like your talent and ability is like it's it's uh like, I'm envious. I wish, like, I had... Uh, like, if when I was 23, I wish I would have been, like, in the same place. But, um, yeah, I guess, like, what is what is the dream? Like, what's next for you?
4: Well, taking it... Well, like you said, um, I think I have the benefit of, like, stepping on the shoulders of giants in, like, a very nicely, nicely phrased way of saying it. But it's, like, I mean, the people that, like, you taught me so much. So I can do... Like do stuff that you, you weren't doing at 23, but it's um, for I don't know what I want to do right now. I'm like in a phase of just trying stuff that I haven't done. So like this short film, I just got really excited about making short films because of this first one. Um, so I'm I'm like in short form writing mode right now, and um, I think music videos are always my Um, like passion but I think I want to learn how to do more of an actual narrative structure film and play around with that and write my own stories and kind of express my feelings in that way Um, so that's been exciting just exploring that area
1: tell me about um, because I know we've talked about it but tell me about your experience with this short because I know it's been a little bit of a roller coaster.
4: yeah um, I shot it um, like I think six months ago in January, and basically sat on it for six months, and was just just afraid to open the the project and start editing because I just didn't think I had anything I needed. So I started reaching out to my to my talent again and like asking them to uh, plan dates for res- uh, for reshoots and um, start rewriting <laughs> rewriting the script and Um, just doing everything that I could to avoid um, editing. But then I just sat down one evening and I got like a rough cut done in like two hours of the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) And that felt so good. So it's almost, the rough is almost the final. So um, (laughs) it's like a, it was a weird journey. I've never experienced that before. It's kind of addicting in a way. It's like the classic
1: um, this is gonna be amazing, uh, maybe this isn't as good as I thought. this is terrible. I'm terrible. my life is over. It's like, uh then like maybe this is pretty good. Maybe yeah, maybe <laughs> this could be something. Wait, I'm onto something, and maybe
4: uh you just have to wait to see how people react to it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a weird one, so I don't know if people <laughs> <react>. <laughs> Well, we'll have a uh we'll have an exclusive uh trailer. Right, exclusive trailer yes
1: exclusive meaning like um it'll be up the day that the yeah this episode is up so make sure you check it out um but yeah love you buddy love you love you guys <laughs> <laughs> okay okay and last um we've got matthew ballard um i don't know you guys may know that name a little bit um matt was really cool he came in Uh, to charlotte to work with me and my team um, when i was working at the church for i think for a month and so we got to be really good friends during that time and um, i was in la earlier this year and me and christian uh, actually got to stay at matt's apartment for about a week while uh taking meetings and stuff like that and got to hang out get to know Matt even better. And um, he's been up to a lot of great stuff. He's just about to graduate uh, college and head into the uh, professional realm. And uh, yeah, just again, being able to hear his perspective on what's next for him, um, what's important for him in the future, and kind of how he's going about uh, doing the work that he's doing uh, is really cool. So yeah, up next, we got Matthew Ballard. Okay. All right. Here we are. I Um, I think
0: maybe before we start, we should give people a little bit of a context to who, who we're talking to and why. That's what I was about to do. Yeah, but I said it.
5: Thought oh, you did that. Thought <laughs> oh, you did that at a separate time.
0: I'll do. I'll say this. Uh, so we have on the show right now. His name is Matthew Ballard or Maddie B. Maddie B. Depends how close um, you are.
1: If you're close enough, your you
0: can say Maddie. If you're, uh, if you're close like we are, then it's <laughs> Maddie B. But if you just know him on Instagram or something, oh, you God. can't call him Maddie B. Um, but I would. I would pause the episode, Yeah. go to YouTube, mm-hmm. and type in Matthew Ballard, mm-hmm. and just see what comes up. Who knows? See what kind of past life comes up uh, from no. this young cinematographer.
5: Oh, God.
0: Where Where are you right now, Matt?
5: I'm in my, I'm, yeah, in my apartment in LA, Inglewood.
0: What, in, do you, what in, are you doing in LA right now?
5: What am I doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the podcast. On the <laughs> podcast, that's true.
1: Um, what, do you, what's, uh, what is what uh, is important about tomorrow in your life?
5: Finishing school tomorrow. Finishing film school. Tomorrow will be my last day um, ever. It's pretty exciting.
1: So you'll no longer be like a phenom anymore. You'll just be like a
5: normal guy. <laughs> just be a normal guy. Then I got nothing going done. for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how old
1: are you, Matt?
5: Uh, I'm 22 now. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, and you're finishing. Uh, you're graduating from uh, where?
5: From Loyola Marymount University, which almost no one has heard of, but um, unless you're from LA, it's 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 an undergrad program. It's like a normal university, but they have a, a film school there.
1: Cool. When did you decide that you wanted to uh, to be a cinematographer?
5: Well, I, I was always kind of shooting, so to speak. Like through middle school, I was I just had gotten you know, whatever, I had gotten a camera and was kind of filming, uh, like, my buddies, like, scootering and, like, skating and stuff like that, and then slowly started shooting skiing, like, because uh, I grew up in Washington State, so my whole, I mean, like, most of my, like, identity around, like, middle school and high school was, like, uh, as a skier, really, and then um, I was kind of, I, I just started shooting a lot of of skiing, and then slowly, um, kendama which you guys were referencing and um <laughs> and just,
0: just take a second and just pause. Exp- yeah pause explain what kendama is
5: right so kendama is uh ancient japanese skill toy it's like uh 200 years old and basically it's kind of um it's this thing is sort of like yo-yo, but it's more like it's just like a ball, like a ball in a cup <laughs> type of thing.
0: So let let me try to in layman's terms, because I think you're too connected. Um, I'm too connect.
5: I'm too deep in the scene. So
0: imagine a ball attached to a string, and this these are all made of. The string what isn't is made of wood, but the no. ball is made of wood. A little cup. And there's basically like a cross shaped. Um,
5: Hammer type thing. Hammer
0: type thing in which you do. It's like it's like wooden yo-yo, like in like a a very complicated
1: format.
5: Yeah, well, it's I would. It's like complicated, complex, or like, you don't like I,
1: I, build it up, Matt. It's not that interesting.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but it,
1: it, it did kind of. uh That was your life for a, it was.
5: a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. I I would say like. From about sophomore year of high school to senior year of high school, um, I was getting pretty deep into this scene uh, for Kendama and um, was like, eventually got onto kind of like a a sponsored team and was also shooting and making videos for them. And um, like these buddies from, well, they slowly became my buddies, but these guys from Denmark. And so I was able to kind of like start um, doing some travel like video jobs with them. Um, where I was kind of like playing for them, but also shooting for them and um, just like making content. So I think that, you know, I really started like in a weird way, you know, really starting to shoot because um, with the game, you know, there's like a lot of movement. And um, so I was kind of like honing in on my operating there and also with skiing. Um, So that's kind of how I first started shooting. And then um, around like junior year of high school, We had this like career day or something like that at school and they basically just said like, all right, you know, by the end of the, you know, month or whatever, you have to like present some idea of a career you want to do. And my buddy who was, um, I was always competitive with, he, he, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be a film editor. And I was like, well, then, then I'm going to be a film editor. (laughs) And I had no idea what that meant. And then, um... So I just like slowly started looking at schools and then I was like, oh man, this could actually be something. And, um, yeah. And then sort of went in that direction.
0: When was the last time that you were noticed on the street for Kandama? <laughs> um, Maybe. like, like,
5: some, like, like, my like my name, like my no, name, like knew you were me.
0: walking around and someone said, oh my, oh my gosh, God, it's, it's Maddie Matt, B. It's, it's Matt <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
5: Yeah. I was actually at a concert, um, Uh, like maybe a year ago or something in la um and someone just like came up to me and was like hey (laughs) yeah yeah then they're like you're matt ballard right (laughs) if somebody
1: was if somebody was to i guess like what's the balance of um if somebody googles your name now is it going to be more kendama like stuff or more um like what's the ratio of like Oh, results I, to DP results.
5: I mean, it's actually I don't know. You should find out because I always feel like my Google like searches are always you know like biased towards yeah, DP yeah. at this point. But uh, it's actually something I'm always curious about, and I've sort of tried. I try to make a balance because I'm still in that scene, and I, you know, and I still love it and respect it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't want to like be totally distant from it um, because. Uh, yeah I'm still you know a part of it yeah. in some way but you know right obviously like DPing is sort of my my path right. and obviously I want to promote that um to the fullest extent so yeah, yeah you know I try to, to balance it
0: and I I think you know we're we're obviously kind of you know joking a little bit uh about your kendama face but um you know I think it's because we're yeah obviously we're friends and stuff but <laughs>
5: uh
0: for anybody listening, Matthew Ballard is a one of the probably uh I would call him a prodigy. Yeah. Yeah. If That's you've heard strange. of if you've heard of <laughs> Matt um in his cinematography that he's doing, it's um actually uh fairly profound for his age, uh, which is why we're talking to him right now. And I don't think he'd ever say that, but I'll say that about him. I think Jerry would
1: say that about it's him very too. Nice um can i can i tell a story that i hadn't heard until last week about you matt i um (laughs) what is that
5: what is that
1: and and for all the listeners like this up-and-comers thing uh is something we'll try to keep doing a little bit so uh people who happen to be in close proximity to me and christian just kind of get like (laughs) they just get yeah favor for this episode um Uh, But they also really deserve it. But I I was uh, shooting something with uh, Ryan Booth last week, and he told me this story about uh, this Vivo thing that you did. Uh And you'll have to help me, like, get it straight because I don't know if I remember all the details. But basically, he wanted you to come in and gaff for him. And then uh, I think... Let me just make sure. I'm going to try and get this straight. It doesn't
0: sound like something Matt would want to do.
1: Yeah, so, and and then basically Matt was like, cool, man. Uh, sounds like a cool project, a fair amount of work. Um, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to DP this for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I... <laughs> and Ryan was like, cool, go for it. And then he did it. and He destroyed it.
5: Is, is that is that what happened? <laughs> That's not how I remember it. Um.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I was talking with Ryan uh, on the shoot, and he was just like, yeah, everybody's talking about Matt Ballard. It's got to go It is, life. whatever, man. You can say whatever you want. Um, <laughs> but it is it is kind of silly. Like, you know, I went to film school, and if I was a huh. senior and I was doing like massive commercial projects <laughs> for like Vivo and Allstate and like all this crap, uh, yeah, so you got a good uh, head start, I guess. Thanks, man. But, Thanks. Uh, where do you what do you want to do? What's uh what's the future look like for you?
5: Um I think that you know, it's funny cuz you know I, I kind of get whenever I get asked this question, I always kind of tell people that I want to what I want to do is basically what I'm doing now <laughs> and just so I feel yeah. I, I you know I feel like right now I do a little bit of every like I kind of do a little bit of everything in terms of like narrative, commercial, and music video and and even some doc as well. Um and I think that What's just really important to me is to be doing it with like the right people and you know people who I feel you know we have some some bond and um you know whatever are both stoked to make great work so yeah that, I, I feel like that's what I'm doing now, and so I just hope that I can keep doing that and you know having mm-hmm. the level of that just keep getting bigger and bigger so I was you know I was like in a class one time, and, and this professor was like, "Tell me what you want to do in in five years or some or something, and I was like <clears throat> So you know, I don't know. Like maybe in 10 years or something, I, I'd want to do a feature. And he's like, "You're never gonna like succeed with that attitude or something." He's like, "You could do a feature now." And I was like, "But I mean, like, I I, I just want to respect like all the projects that I'm doing, and like give yeah. you know, like if a feature, like, I'm I'm only gonna shoot a feature if it's like a feature I'm really passionate about. You know, I'm not just gonna shoot a feature like just for the experience of shooting a feature. You know." It has to, it has to to really mean something to me as, as kind of does, you know, as I'm trying to make every project, uh, be like that, you know,
0: Matt, I think one of the things that stands out to me about the way that you approach things and why I think it's, you know, the stuff that you end up doing comes off a little bit more mature than, you know, your age right now, um, is kind of what you're saying. and, And it's the the idea of trying to find something deeper than just doing a project, you know? Yeah. Um, Could you kind of give me an idea of where that came from and how you, um, that's not something that a lot of, you know, people your age or people at all in general would uh, actually come to in their, you know, in their own mind. But can you tell me where that came to from you?
5: Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I think that's partially just innate, you know, I guess to to, to some degree. Um, it was interesting because when I first went to film school, I was like really, um, I was really interested in like the technical of like cinematography and camera and whatnot. And like really quickly, I, I just found that that wasn't really like, I didn't love, like I was just going to get bored of that really quickly. Um, <clears throat> and I, and I was never really interested in like narrative, so to speak. Um, And actually, like, you know, the first film I watched in film school, like, day one was, like, *Itu Mama Tambien. (laughs) And and I was just, I was just, like, oh, my God, like, what is this? I was, I was actually, like, this is, this is insane. And um, I think, like, it was this really interesting time where I was really starting to understand what film was really about, you know. And, like, I had watched movies, but I never, you know, ever went through some, like, film analysis and really studied, you know, like every, how everything I was watching and just like, you know, taking in or whatever actually had such, you know, um, such reason behind it and, you know, whatever, all these metaphors and the mise-en-scene or whatever. And um, so I think as I, like, it I think that that kind of saved me in a way because I think I would have, like, originally I was like, yeah, I just want to shoot um, like action sports or something. And then I, I kind of just got tired of that pretty quickly while at the same time being exposed to... A lot yeah. of new um, influences, which were like more—I don't know—which I felt that I could just really, um, you know, get kind of be excited about. Um, and then all the while, I think that, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I guess it's, it's also just sort of innate to just be making something that matters. Um, I, I, I think there's there's part of me that like you know I I've I've definitely been really um, fortunate to be able to. You know, like tra- travel a decent amount, and I've, you know, I don't know. I just kind of feel like after you've, you know, seen seen certain things, you know, you feel some obligation to be um, doing something that like really, really matters. Um, and so I think film can be like very much um, entertainment, and that's sort of not what what I want to be a, a part of in a way. Um, I don't really want to be in this sort of like entertainment industry, so to speak. Um, and I yeah. feel like it's, I, I, you know, I feel like I have like a responsibility to be making something that matters. Cause if, I, cause if I'm not making something that like really matters, then I feel like I should just, you know, be putting my time and effort like somewhere else. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So.
0: Well, dude, I think, um, a lot of people seem to be paying attention and I think that's the things that you're talking about are exactly what me and Jared see. And mm-hmm. like the reason we you know, we do stuff with you, you know, the stuff we did in LA and this <clears throat> stuff that you're going to be doing in the future with us. It's kind of, um, you know, I hope you don't <clears throat> lose that in any way. And I don't think you will, but thanks for getting on the phone with us. We miss yeah. you.
5: Yeah, we'll of come see you on your It's good to talk with you guys. It's been a while. Yeah. We'll
1: keep up the good work, buddy. Yeah, of course. Okay. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. A little bit of a different approach this week, but I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back next week. We're, uh, the season's drawing slowly to a close. Um, but we've got a couple more episodes for you. So come back next week and uh, hear another episode of Good. And um, yeah, see you then. This episode of Good was mixed by Christian Stropko, or as we like to call him, Christian Number 2. As
0: always, our music today was created by Cubby. That's Cubby with two Bs, and you can check out more of his
1: music at cubbysounds.com. Also, The Season of Good is produced by our new friend, Mary Taylor, who'd also like to say something.
3: Blah, blah, blah. I hate this
0: show. To find out more info about today's episode, make sure to go to goodthepodcast.com.